Although there's some beautiful agadita on Omid Bez that we could we, we could talk about. Um, I think you've realized already that in the matrimonium, what I, what I like to try and do is to learn the life principles out of halakha. Uh, out of the agadita, of course we can learn, learn life principles. That's what it's there for. Uh, but the important thing is to be able to learn, the, as, as, as we've said, since the Beis Hamikdash has been destroyed, Hashem only cares about the defined four amot of halacha, uh, which means that it's, it's from the science of halacha that we can deduce and develop life principles, not only from the art of, of Agadita. And that's what we try and do in the Matmanim, is learn how to deduce principles of life that are unique to the Torah, that one can't learn anywhere else, um, from the, the Dalad Amot, the very precise area of, of Halakha. So although on Amud Bet we have we have Agadita, we'll, we'll focus on the uh, Halakha on Kafbet Amud Aleph, and refer back to the, the Shir on Shabbos, as uh, some of you don't, don't know, but what I've started doing now is doing the Shabbos Matmonim at the Sudash Lishit and Shul on, on, on Shabbat. So you have to come on Shabbos afternoon now. The, um, that's when the, the Shabbos, uh, on Shabbos afternoon, we do, we do the matmonim of, of the sh- day of Shabbos, so we don't miss that day. And on this Shabbos, Dev Chofam at Beis, we talked about Zrizim Magdimim in the, in the Tosfus, and I talked to you about uh, a client of mine who told me that he only hires on the basis of two Midos. He doesn't, uh, he doesn't care about anything else. Anything else, he says, we can teach people. They need to care, and they need to have a sense of urgency. Those are the only things. If they don't have, we don't hire. Um, if they have, we're willing, to, we're willing to talk about it. And we talked about, about those midas. Uh, today, what we're going to look at is how do you tell if somebody's got those midas? You don't have much opportunity to work it out. You've got to make a fairly quick decision. How, how do you tell? So the Mishnah, the Mishnah tells us the beginning of, of Perik Bayes that we start today is that originally the Kohanim uh, used to uh, run up the the slope of the of the mizbeach in order to perform the first avodah of the of the day. The first avodah of the day we we learned was removing a spade full, a shovel full of the ashes from the top of the of the mizbeach and taking it down to the bottom uh, alongside the mizbeach. That was the first action of the day, and um, and and people used to they had they had a, a, a principle that whoever got there first had the right to do that that piece of the avodah. And then things got a bit, a bit crazy. It's just quite amazing that, that this is the omelet of, of this week. There was a stampede and somebody got hurt. And so the Chazal, so the Chachomim changed the rules and introduced a kind of a lottery system whereby um, it, it, there was a random way of selecting who got that, that Avoda and it wasn't anymore by racing to the top of the, of, of the uh, Mizbech. Um, the Tosfus Harosh and the Tosfus Yishonim, Tosfus Yishonim we've got on the page, Tosfus Harosh is not on the page, but they're almost identical, asks, how were they allowed to run all together? Hechayu Ratzin, how were you allowed to run? You're not even allowed to run in a shul. Um, how were they allowed to run up the, 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 the side of the, the, the slope of the Mizbech? And he answers two answers. The one is the Avoda hadn't yet started. You're not allowed to run when you're doing the avoda, when you're performing temple service. But before that, they could run. 
And the second answer, he says, they used, they, the, 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 we, we learn the Gemara and Brochus, that the way to walk when you're doing an Avoda, and from there we learn certain things about Shmona Esra and how to take the three steps forward and the, the three steps back, is Akev, that it has to be Akev Liad Agudel, so that your, your ankle and your toes are, almost touch each other. So you just put your feet ahead of each other very carefully. Um, and that slows you down. And so the Tosfus Arosh and the Tosfus Yishodim give us their second answer. That's how they, it wasn't they, didn't used to run like running a, a, a marathon like, like Rav Horvitz runs. It was just uh, running gently with one, like I run. One foot in front of the other, slowly, gently. That's the way they, they would do it. So those are the two answers. The Avoida hadn't started yet, and the second answer is they, they ran in a, in a very appropriate way. The Minchas Chinuch says that, based on the Chinuch, so the Sefer HaChinuch is a, the Sefer that lists all the mitzvot of the Torah, all 613 mitzvot, and gives the basic halachot for those mitzvot, mitzvot and, the, and the, re, the basic reasons for them as far as we're able to know. And the Minchas Chinuch is the parish on the Sefer HaChinuch where he brings all the relevant Gemorrahs backwards and forwards and it's a wonderful parish as we've learned before. And the Minchas HaChinuch says that based on the Sefer HaChinuch, it doesn't appear that you can answer that it's because the Avoida hasn't started yet. And he brings a beautiful proof. He says the Sefer HaChinuch says this law of not running applies to women as well. Uh, says the Sefer HaChinuch, the Minchas Chinuch, but women don't do Avoida. So what, what does it mean it applies to them as well? When would it apply to them? So says the Minchas Chinuch, you see it's a law in the base Hamikdash. It's not about Avoida. It's not about what you're doing. It's about where you are. When you're in the base Hamikdash, you don't run. Um, the... Um, the Gvurasari, the Gvurasari is the Shagasari. The Shagasari is just the, one of the most amazing human beings and brains we've had in, in modern Torah. Uh, modern meaning from the 18th century, the early 18th century. He was a, he was a Rebbe of Reb Chaim Velozhny. He was at the same time as the Vilna God. And we don't have a lot of work from him. A lot of it was lost. He was terribly poor and he couldn't, he couldn't pay for the printing of his forum. Uh, they say he wrote the when the Shagasaria first was published. It's got lots of Rosh Tevas, lots of abbreviations that in those early editions make it impossible to, to to even learn. And they say that the abbreviations were to save paper, so that it would be cheaper for him to to get it printed. He apparently walked to uh, in, to to Western Europe. He worked from Eastern Europe to to Germany, I think, to, because he couldn't afford to take public transport. He took his manuscripts with him to get them printed. He was terribly, terribly poor. And one has to say it's not because communities wouldn't have paid him anything to have them as his rov. Uh, the community of, of, of Metz, I think it was, the last place he served, took him on at age 70. And he assured them he would serve a full contract with them. He would serve it. And he did. He served them for another 20 years. And they, um, uh, but, so it's not as if the shuls wouldn't pay him, communities wouldn't pay him anything. He probably didn't want to take the money. So he lived on, on, on his forum and lived on, on, on very little in order to retain his independence, but lived in great poverty. One of the forum he wrote on, on, on Masechta Yuma and a few other Masechtas, Tainis, is Gvura Sari. And in the Gvura Sari, he says, uh, Mikdash. 
The reason not to run is because of Moira Mikdash, because of fear for the Beis Hamikdash, or for the Beis Hamikdash. So that's why it applies to women also, as the Minchas Kinduch says, because whoever's in the Beis Hamikdash, then it's got nothing to do with the Avodah. So you can't say the reason they were permitted to run up, as, as the Tzitzvah Sarosh and the Tzitzvah Shishonim say in their first answer, the reason they were permitted to run was because it was before the Avodah. No, says the Minchas Chinuch, you see that it's, it's got nothing to do with Avoid, it's got to do with where you are. And the Gvurus Ari goes further and says, and the reason is because of Moira Mikdash. And certainly on the slope of the Mizbech, the Gali cried that Tzarech Eima Yetera Min Azor, where the Torah tells us you need even more awe. From the Din, he explains where you're not allowed to build steps over there so that you, there's no Gilu Erva. And he says, but they're wearing pants. There's no, there's no Gilu Erva as they walk. What's the, just, it looks a little bit like Gilu Erva. It's, just, it's, it's got to be perfect. And, and, being, and running in that part of the Beis Hamikdash shouldn't be allowed. So why did they allow them to run? So he wants to say, if you're running in order to do the mitzvah, you're running up in order to get the mitzvah, that's, not, that's part of Moira. You're still showing awe for the Beis Hamikdash. I want to do the Avodah. That's why I'm doing it. And therefore, it would still, show, it, it would still be showing awe, says the, the Gvura Sahari. And at the end, he says, And I'm suggesting this is the explanation, but... It, it's, it's not 100% clear to me yet. It says the, even a brain like the Gvurus Ari can say at the end of a piece of terror, but I'm not altogether sure that this is, actually, this is right. But this is, the way I'm, this is the way I'm thinking. I want to share with you the way I'm thinking. As the, um, what, what I want us to notice from here is the focus on the way you walk. The focus on, if, if, say for example, if we take like the Tosfus Arosh's second answer, where he says they used to walk fast, but with their feet one in front of the other. So what's the fast walking? What is that about? That's, that's how you show energy. Shlomo HaMelech says in Kohelet, in Perik Yud, When a foolish person walks, his heart is missing. And he tells everybody that he's a fool. You don't realize that by the way you walk, you're publicizing what kind of a human being you are. It's transparent. You can see from the way a person walks. You see a person who walks without mindfulness. And, the, um, and that, that sense of urgency, the caring is another piece, but the sense of urgency, you can tell from the, the way a person walks. Uh, when, when one of my rabbis, Rabbi Chaim Lufshitz, taught me graphology, that's the principle of graphology that he taught me. When you look at a person's handwriting, you're watching the way his hand walks over the page. That's what you're studying. And based on this posuk in, in Kohelet and in the Rambam in Hilchus Deus, when I once questioned my Rosh Yeshiva, Rabbi Yemishkovsky, on the basis by which he, he accepts people into the, base, into the Yeshiva. And we had discussed, as among the boys, we discussed there seemed to be no correlation between their learning capability and their being accepted. He didn't accept some people who were outstanding learners, and he did accept some people who weren't such good learners. So I challenged him once. I was the few people, one of the few people who had a kind of a relationship with him where we could have this kind of conversation. I said, what's going on? What is the basis of, the, of, of your selection? And he took out this Rambam and learned it with me. The Rambam in, Peric, in the Chesdez, Perik Hay, says that, that how, how you walk is very important. He says, By the way a person walks, you can tell if a person is a chacham or a fool. By the way he walks. 
וכן אמר שלמה בחוכמתו, וגם בדרך שהשכל הולך לבוא חסר ועמל הכל שכלו, ונצו שלמה המלך סס. publicizes to the world his foolishness by the way he walks. And it's an interesting thing that in the yeshivas we're not taught that. Boys aren't taught how to walk. How, how are we meant to walk? There are principles of that. How do you move? What is movement? What is correct movement? You tell everybody that you're a fool by, by, the, way that, by the way that you walk. So just to understand that, that, the, that urgency is not about rushing. You've got to have zrizim makdimim. We know that's a principle. But zrizim makdimim, makdimim doesn't mean rush. Makdimim doesn't even mean early. Makdimim means priorities. You put one thing before another. A zoriz knows what to prioritize. And by the way a person walks to do different things, you can see what his priority is. How does he walk from the base of Medrash to the dining room compared to how he walks from the dining room to the base of Medrash? You watch the two walkings and you can tell where the, where the sense of urgency is. How does he walk into shul? How does he walk out of shul? We've seen Gemara Brochus. There's a way to do those two things and they're different. By the way a person walks, you can tell his priorities. By the way a person walks, you can tell his energy. By the way a person walks, you can tell his focus. By the way a person walks, says the Rambam, you can tell his midas. You can tell his character by the way he walks. It's, it's subconscious body movement. And by the body movement, we're able to tell so much. So much of the inner energy is there. So when we talk about zrizut, when we talk about, about urgency, urgency doesn't mean you rush around like a maniac. Urgency is an inner place. It's a middle. You have an inner sense of urgency which manifests in the way you do everything. Even if it's even to that good outside Akev, even if it's just your, your ankle is just in front of your toes, you're walking that way, it can still be done with urgency. And that's the, that's the beauty of it. It's the urgency. It's the middle you're looking for. What kind of character does this person have? Does his character have a sense of urgency? Or is he just running around like a crazy person? That's not what we're talking about. And that, that, used to accept. that was the basis of accepting boys. And he would then show me the various different boys who was trying out in the yeshiva. And he would say, that one I'm not taking, that one I'm not taking, that one I am taking. I know nothing about how they learn. But I can see how they walk. That's all that you need to know is to be able to see how they walk. And when we're in positions of leadership in businesses or, or, or wherever it is that we have to evaluate people in education or, or our customers, whatever area, watch the way people move to be able to get a sense of who they are inside uh, and to be able to evaluate them in that way in terms of their caring and their urgency.